Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy True Crime Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> this is Issel and Louis, ESPN 680, 105.7, and the Louisville, ESPN Louisville app. However you're listening, thanks for joining us this morning. I could not be in a better mood, Mr. Rabot. I have had a week. (laughs) I have had a week. I mean, it's a lot here dominating people. It has to be said. We won't get into number figures, but um, Dan had a day at the sales ring yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, You had a day on Saturday. Uh, and I had a day on Thursday with the with the bourbon thing. And on Friday, get, uh, getting to hand the ESB to uh, to Marsha uh, Pratt as yeah, well. So yeah, no, I, uh, I, you had a week, man. I'm on a roll. I am <laughs> get out on, of the way, people. I'm, I'm on a roll. <laughs> Everything love... was so much fun. Oh man! So this is ESPN 680 105.7. In case you were wondering, uh, the other station is 93.9 The Walk On. Um, <laughs> 35 minutes of walk-on talk during the nine o'clock hour. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, they just paid six million dollars for a coach. To talk about walk-ons. walk-ons. You know, I, I was... Uh, <laughs> I did! Dan! No, no. <sighs> I know, I know. Uh, I, I had a chance to listen. I drove up from uh, Lexington this morning. Had a chance to listen to most of the Diener show. And, uh, yeah, very entertaining. Very... I love Blank. I mean, he <laughs> he never lets the facts get in the way of a good story. He was talking about... Oh, the, the blue coat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about Rupp Arena this morning and all of, all of that stuff. Let me, let me give Blank a, a, a little piece of advice. You know how you shut people up, Louie? You beat them. That's how you shut people up. Yeah. So, so when, when, you learn, when you're losing, you know, how many games in a row has, has Kentucky football beat? Beat Louisville basketball three or four years in a row. Uh, football, yeah, that's four now. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, basketball. I mean, they're not in the same hemisphere. So don't, you know, don't worry about how the fans react. If you beat them, they'll shut up. That's how you do it. <laughs> well, the walk-ons are going to turn that series around, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's walk. Oh, I understand. They got six I guys know. like this. There's no downside. I understand. <laughs> Six million dollar well, coach. The best thing they is they double their coach's the salary best, to talk walk-ons. The, the best thing about walk-ons oh. is you don't have to pay them. You don't have to give them a scholarship, and you don't have to pay them nil money. So there's no downside. If they stink, you know, bring on another walk-on. Oh man, I just it makes me smile every time I hear the talk because I keep I keep waiting for it to for it to subside. Yeah, but no. They're all proud of it. And then yeah. Rummage sits down to do trivia. There's another, there's a rehashing of it. They have to bring it back up. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
Well, let's not talk about that sorry show. Let's talk about let's talk about our show. Well, I think I think people want to hear from you about your last five days. Because we got we got into the bourbon thing on Friday. Yeah. So people listen every day. Um, Dan, you, you know that Dan was around two thousand dollar bourbon on Thursday night, and I was just nineteen seventy eight. Uh, two thousand. <laughs> that kind of stretches it. We wanted they wanted to keep the number under. Of course, it it coincided with the fact that they won the national championship in nineteen seventy eight. By the way, keep these coming four three seven nine six eighty. We are fighting the tune in app people today because they are running ads over our show, not during ad breaks. Just to be jerks. And so keep those coming. I appreciate you, uh, 980, who just texted in. Uh, keep those coming on the text line, 4379680. We're on the burn on Thursday. Friday night, you're in Lexington for yeah. the event with the, the Pratt family. Who was at that event? It was it was a very nice. There were about 30 members of the Pratt family that took wow. that took uh, took part in everything. There was uh, Mike's brother. You know who Pat. I saw? Is it, it's his stepdaughter who did the video for the yes. memorial. She was yes. actually in person this yeah. time, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. I, but, yeah. uh, I'm sure you remember that, uh, Avery. I, I, it was It ev- was a great video. Everything else was was celebrating Mike, and then she came in. One person had to be sad at the memorial, right? Yeah. One person had to have the... just the, No better way to say it. Just have the sadness that all of us felt about Mike Losing not being the there anymore. Yeah. yeah. But... Also, the celebration had to be there as well, and she was so good on that video. And Christina, that sounds right. Christine, Christina Stone. I know Stone okay. is her is her married name, okay. uh, but yeah. So, uh, so both of Mike's children awesome. were there, uh, and uh, Marsha's three children were there, and I think there were gra- nine grandkids and Pat. Uh, who is uh, Mike's brother? Yeah, and so there were about thirty members of Pat spoke at the um, at yeah. the memorial and then, too. Yeah, and and then uh, at the reception on Friday night were uh, f- you know friends of Mike and some former players. I saw Goose was there again. Well, all three of them were there. Goose was there. Uh, uh, Rick was there, and Kyle Macy was there. All three of them. Um, friends uh, of of and then uh, about halfway through, it was two hour reception. Uh, nice deal. They showed the video that they showed mm-hmm. at halftime for Mike. They oh. showed that video that night. I got a chance to give Marsha the ESPY that yeah. Mike won for the Perseverance Award. Uh, very cool trophy. It's a replica. It's the exact same trophy that they give on the national ESPY show. And so, talk talk to our listeners because people vote on those. And I, I, I assume many of them just think, okay, it goes into the ether and it goes away. Talk about what that meant to Marsha. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, she she was. I I I think it's going to take her a while. I mean, everything. I'm sure. Everything. <laughs> it's a lot. Everything was was just so nice and so perfect. And and UK and the the athletic department did such a great job putting everything together. But uh, but also what I was getting ready to say about halfway through the reception on Friday night. Okay, there's hundred. 150 people there, wow. maybe. Cal comes in with the entire team. The entire team comes into the reception. And Cal talks for a while, and, uh, you know, kids wanted their picture taken with Oscar and autographs and stuff like that. But I thought. And Brennan Canada I, and guys it, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so um, I thought that was very That's cool awesome. that great. he would really bring is. the entire team to that reception. Uh, and so, you know, Friday evening was just the, 
the start of it. And then Saturday could not have been better. We, uh, when, when Sherry and I first got to Rupp, we went into the room. They had a room for Marsha mm-hmm. and the family and, uh, and friends. We went in there and spent 15 or 20 minutes with uh, with Marsha and the family. Then they had, it was also... Is it that same room down? Oh, no, we were at Coliseum, so it would have been a different room. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. It was, um, they, they have several different clubs now. Yeah, sure. They have a Lexus club and a C club and um, uh, underneath, that was part of the renovation so that, you know, people can go in there and have alcohol before the games <laughs> since you can't have alcohol at the game uh but i was too nervous to have any alcohol anyway so oh, i sure. was i wasn't worried about yeah. that so um so then i went over it was also letterman night oh jeez. Uh, and and all of the lettermen from the basketball program were invited back so i went over sherry and i went over to that for a little while and saw some guys i hadn't seen hadn't seen kevin greevy for a long time uh, Jimmy Dan, I see. Uh, you know some of the other. R- Roby was there. All all the guys, but Bob Guyette, who was oh, yeah, uh, okay. an, an Illinois boy, yeah. uh, that uh, I think he was uh, after. I think he was the the next Illinois recruit after mm. after mm-hmm. me. Haven't seen Bob for thirty years. Got a chance to visit with him and his wife, so that was cool. And then Saturday, uh, uh, that was Saturday, and then at, at halftime. You know, Tom Leach had some very nice things to say, and Marsha was very nervous. She had all of her written down because she said, like Cal at the memorial service, he, she said, if I don't, if I don't just read it, I'll, I'll get too emotional. But here was the thing. So the guy comes up to me before we walk out on the floor. The guy who's running it comes up to me, Louie, and he says, uh, you're going last, and you have to be off the floor at five minutes mm. so the teams can come out and warm up. <laughs> so I had, you know, I, I, I knew what I wanted to say was longer than, than you know, the two or three minutes right. that I would have. And so I, I get up and I want, I want to do a good job. Sure. And I want to pay tribute to my, to my dear friend and, and to my teammate. But I've got one eye on the clock. <laughs> Because I know I have to be off at five with five minutes to go, and so I'm as I'm speaking, I'm editing my remarks mm. to make sure, and and I finished with five minutes and eleven seconds Perfect. to go. So um, so it was it, it it was a terrific evening and a great tribute, and uh, you know Mike uh, Mike's jersey was right. Right next to mine, which I didn't know that was going to happen. And so it was. That's one of it was fun. That was one of my very favorite things. Do you want to know how I took that in? Hmm. So I'm watching the game, and then I realize I want the Kentucky broadcast for halftime. So I went and sat in my car, <laughs> flipped on satellite radio, found the Kentucky broadcast, <laughs> threw it on, and just kept kept you know kept uh, kept listening, and. Um, it, it was great. You know, I equate what Marsha went through the, that Friday, Saturday to your wedding day. It's all a blur. Yeah. Someone's yeah. taking pictures for right. you. Yeah. And then a month later, you get the pictures and you go, oh, yeah, right. They were there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we did hug them. You know, that kind of thing. And so I'm sure she's going to have that moment in two weeks or something. Yeah. Exactly. Where she goes, oh, right. Yeah. You want an SB. Oh, happened. right. That's up there. And oh, right. It's like that. So have you not seen a photo of you as the Y? Uh, no. Okay. Mm-mm. So you have one? I, I do. So this circulated. Oh. 
I mean, you look great. Is but but look at look at that perfect. I mean, that's a perfect why. I completely agree. I don't. I that guy's so old. I don't know who that is. But <laughs> I mean, the village people couldn't do this. That's a disco joke. Avery's like, what's disco? Why? I know what disco is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fa- so, my father was born in the seventies. No, I know right. what disco is. So that was uh, that was a great great evening. A lot of fun. Um, I interesting. Someone asking how to find the halftime ceremony online. You know what? I will look for that during a break and try to get it to you, ma'am or sir. I think that's a reasonable thing. No, like, you need. If you were watching it, it on TV, it. Yeah. yeah. If you watch it on TV, they they didn't go back to it, which is a shame. Um, Tom Hart said some really nice things during the second half on the broadcast. About I Mike. heard he told the beer story. He told the, the beer, beer story in the, in the toilet yep. story. Just awesome. <laughs> um, and he did a really nice job. And and I remarked yesterday, uh, Cam Drummond sat in yesterday, yeah. and that everyone tells the same freaking story about Mike Pratt. He treated everyone exactly the same. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it's it is it is it is a remarkable thing about him. It so, did it didn't matter uh, if you were you know oh, a no. CEO or president of the biggest company in in Kentucky, or you you know were a fan that wanted to talk about yeah. a game fifty five years ago. Mike gave everybody the same attention. It was ter- he no, it was it was perfect, Louis. It could not have been better. So when I was a kid, my dad was my hockey coach one season when I played travel hockey and we were playing back in his old neighborhood in an arena that he helped build because he had gotten detention at school <laughs> and he was hauling center blocks to help build the new ice rink in town during his detention. so he's like 13 14 whatever back when you could do these things and he stands up in front of us before the game and he says look we can't lose today because I hate this place I hate what it stands for. I hate the people that made me work here. I hate it. And my dad was never a good enough hockey player to even like get on the ice for high school or whatever. It just, it just was what it was. And we went out and got our butts kicked. <laughs> like five to one. Just got run over. Okay. I guarantee on Saturday, Cal walked into the locker room and said, we're not losing today. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Figure it out, <laughs> like you know, we're not we're not losing today for for his buddy Mike Pratt. And, so and that that one, I thought of that story of my dad and us totally letting him down. <laughs> and then on Saturday with Cal, like we're not losing this game. And and Louis, I've got to be <laughs> I've got to be honest. I had gotten up early, early, early in the morning Saturday morning uh, to go out to the horse sales, and you know I had. Uh, the the uh, you know when when you're thinking about what you're going to say and and things like that it, there's some anxiety to it and the game didn't start till till eight thirty and so after halftime I just kind of melted so with eight minutes there's a timeout the under eight or the eight and under timeout there's eight minutes to go Kentucky's up fourteen mm-hmm. I said to Sherry let's go. <laughs> and, and we left and we had had dinner right across the street from Rupp Arena and left our car in the valet sure. and so it's I mean you know everything's technology you don't go to the valet stand anymore and give them a ticket you you have a, a, a sure. <laughs> an app on yeah. your phone right. you know that you text so we leave Rupp I hit the app and we get we get across the street to the restaurant and the car's already there we get in the car 
Kentucky's up five points. <laughs> <laughs> it was this fault. There you go. <laughs> I, said, I said if they lose this game, and it took some uh, some outstanding play by by Wallace down the stretch to win that game. You know, I was um, in addition to everything we've talked about. Uh, I was on the radio with Tom and Goose cool. for the first five minutes of the second half, and one thing I pointed out was I was. I was really excited about the team because Oscar and Reeves, they were nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar had the first dunk of the game and had one more basket. I, I, that The length of Castleton really bothered Oscar. And, he, and the, the way I know that is his first, after the dunk, his next four or five shots were outside jump shots. He wanted nothing to do with Castleton down underneath the basket. But what I said on the radio was I was actually excited because Reeves and, and Oscar were doing nothing. And, you know, other guys were yeah. stepping up. It's other good to see a guy like playing. Frederick who has to yeah. who has to make shots for them to be long-term successful. Yeah. Make shots. Yeah. Because that's a guy like tonight. He's going to have to make shots against Arkansas. No he just question. is. And so no you know, it's nice to see when guys like yeah. that. Get back and Kaysen, Kaysen played great, um, which was cool. Because how many times have you seen Kaysen in person? Uh, that was it. This is your first game in person this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool that he he scored. 20, his yeah. number was twenty. He scored the last points, and he's yeah, yeah, and he and he was the star of the game. A topping. I told I told Goose on the radio. I think, and I've said it here before too. I think Toppin's playing his way into being a. Uh, uh, now it'd probably be second, middle of the second round, fifty or something. But sure. he's, right. I mean, you look at that athleticism. My goodness, yeah, Louie. Right. I mean, there were a couple of times he rebounded the ball with his elbows above the rim. Um, so it was, you know, it was, it was again. It was. I, I don't know what else could have happened to make that night any better. Right. Well, I, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, sometimes you there's lots of anticipation, and then there's, it's a dud, and it sounds like it was. The furthest thing from, by the way, on the text line, tons of text, 437 UPS Jobs text line. Thanks, Avery, for saying your dad was born in the 70s. Now I feel really old. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, my dad graduated high school in the 70s, so there you go. Um, Dan in the 1970s celebrated his 100th birthday. Hey, so that's a hell of a thing. There you go. Uh, lots to get to today. Um, I'm actually pretty excited about the show. UK, of course, hosting Arkansas. We'll get into that. Um, I, I want to get Dan's reaction to U of L. Keeping it close with Florida State, yeah, no, for sure, and being uh, tied late, frankly. Yep. yep. Um, Jaden Rashad ends up at Arizona State. I want to get into that. Uh, the amount of betting on the Super Bowl legally is that unbelievable. And I want to talk about that. Kyrie Irving trade happened. We talked about it yesterday because because Camp's from Dallas. Oh, okay. And so he's a huge Mavericks fan. So he was like, he gave us like five minutes of just unfiltered. He was all he knew every little piece that they have, and everything else was very good. But I wanted to give your take on that. Of course, uh, Indiana beat Purdue over the weekend. And we're doing one college hockey thing, one, because it's my favorite sport, and we're going to do one. I, I wasn't even aware that, that the bean pot existed. This, yeah, okay, that, that was a thing. We'll do it at some point. So, all right, where do you want to go next? I want to talk about my horses yesterday. <laughs> I've never done this. We're still talking about Dan Essel. Let's go. I, 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 well, you said <laughs> talk about your week. Yes, so, please. so we we had two really. Uh, Phasing Tipton has yep. what they call the winter mix sale. There's. Uh, there's brood mares. There's prospective brood mares that have been retired from the racetrack. There's yearlings and all of that. So the mix is 
the types of thoroughbreds, or are there also quarter horses? Oh, no, 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 no. Just, just the, thoroughbreds. the different kinds of thoroughbreds. Yeah, yeah, no. Because a mixed sale, say, in Indiana would be thoroughbreds and quarter, quarter horses. horses. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we were, we had two really nice horses. Mm-hmm. And in September, I sold a horse that was not, I mean, he was okay, but he wasn't great. And people would come to the barn and say, you know, let me see this hip number and this hip number. And they never said, let me see my colt. You know, mm. so I'm sitting there with a, with a long face. And this was so much fun. Friday and Saturday, our two horses barely got to the stall. And somebody else asked to see them, to have them come out. Huh? And so yesterday, there were uh, 300 horses cataloged yesterday. The sale is two days. Can you tell people what that means? So you, um, I, I try to do this on our podcast. Like, slow people down that are talking about something they know very well in horse racing that people might not know. Oh, well, what does it mean to get to a stall and have the horse come out? Yeah, well, what happens is you take the horses out there. Our horses went out Friday afternoon. The sale was yesterday. What does went out mean? Went out from the farm. Yep to the sales arena the sales at Phasic Tipton, which Perfect. is on Newtown Pike. Yep. Uh, and so um, when what happens is you're, you're there, and there were other, our consigner had five horses total. And so most people have what they call cards because they like to know who's looking at the horses. Sure. So you come up, you, Louis Rabot, come up, and you, you look get a card from, from our barn, and you check the horses you want to see, and then you sign sign your name to it. Uh, and so, you know, by well, what I'm saying is somebody would come and look at them, then you would put them back in the stall, and they were barely back in the stall when somebody else want, wanted to see them. Perfect. Thank our, you. Our mayor, uh, and, and again, technology <laughs> is, is just uh, unbelievable. There is an app. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now, a thoroughbred app that tells you exactly how many times your mare and your foal have been out, who's looked at them, uh, how many vet checks you get, uh, you know, people x-raying, looking at the x-rays, looking at the throat. Our mare was out 67 times in two days. <laughs> our yearling our yearling was out 133 times in two days. Wow. And so, um, and so, it was so so much fun to sit there and watch people really because I knew we had you know something nice. So our broodmare was the second highest sold yesterday, <laughs> uh, and our our yearling was the highest price yearling in the sale I mean, yesterday I mean, by by se- by seventy thousand dollars he was the highest I'm so so now there's you know i'm i'm hoping Dealing. i'm hoping that no yearling today sells for more than he did yeah, because i it, to have the to have the uh, highest price yearling in the whole tipping, sale yeah. would be fun so but that was what i was getting ready to say is you have a catalog yep. with a page in there and their pedigree and stuff and so there were 300 horses in the sale yesterday but there were a number of outs so i'm going to guess there's 50 or 60 outs but out of that means horses that are withdrawn from the auction exactly yep. for for a multitude of reasons sure. say uh, they didn't vet well there was a problem people with, didn't come by to check them out i mean ex- exactly yeah, exactly right. so I, i'm going to guess there were 230 240 horses sold yesterday and and we had uh, there were, I think, 13 in double digits 
uh, triple digits, I mean, oh, you know, 100,000 or over. Right. Six figures, yeah. thank you. And we had two of them. So it was, that was a fun day. I mean, biggest, I mean, that's a weekend, man. <laughs> that's a weekend. These are and now, things that most of us now, will never have. But now, go. but I have to say, of all of the great things that have happened to me the last five days, being here in the studio for True Crime Tuesday, I mean, you just can't. You can't match that. Presented by our friends at Red Hot Roasters, redhotroasters.com. Find them at Kroger at the State Fairgrounds and, of course, at the corner of Lexington and Payne, my favorite coffee drive through We always have it on Tuesday mornings. Avery still has a drink. I'm stunned because I gave that to her before 10 o'clock. I know. I'm taking my time today. Look at you. All right. That's, that is growth, Dan. In front of you, right there. Growth. Well, sometimes I like to savor no, it. I, I have, have a long one. day. I have one. I know. It's good, isn't it? But I've been talking, so <laughs> mine's still full. Mine's still full. It's as good as it gets. I was mine's telling someone. empty. I was telling someone, we have found the most unique partners around. Because <laughs> we, have, we have our friends at Kentucky Tourism. We have a farm that raises... Pigs and lambs. Soon to have chickens. Soon to have Got chickens. to talk to Nate about that. We'll Thursday. be on that on Thursday. <laughs> and a, a woman-owned and woman-run coffee joint. A black-owned pizzeria. I mean, we just got everything. Delta Dental. Delta Dental, right. <laughs> Martini Bistro. Martini we got Bistro. It all covered. Got all kinds of random sponsors. So go check out all of them for sure. But uh, Red Hot Roasters, uh, redhotroasters.com. Uh, find them in the Kentucky Proud section at over 150 Kroger's. How about that? Perfect. She's doing great, man. I, I don't know how she does it because she – It is good coffee. She has a very – her whole roasting area is the size of this studio. Hmm. And she supplies almost 200 Kroger. Wow. It is from and – the, and the state fairgrounds. I mean, yeah. if you're ever out there for a convention or something, that's her coffee. And so um, if you happen to go to a convention and you have a really good $3 cup of coffee, that's, uh, that's Sandra's fault. So there you go. <laughs> um, some programming reminders here on our airways. Uh, tonight, of course, uh, both teams are playing Louisville at Pittsburgh. So over on 93.9, 5.30 pregame, 7 o'clock play-by-play, and then 9.30-ish, the beautiful Taylor Lynch will take you through the Coors Light postgame show. All that on your home for the cards. 93.9 The Bill in on the ESPN Louisville app. And, of course, our guys on this side of the uh, hallway, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show, Cats, Razorbacks, Man, 11-15-ish probably for Street yeah. Bullinets. Uh, they'll take your the calls, good thing is The good thing is you can watch both games and not. Correct. Yeah. They're, right. not, they're, they're not on top of one another. And I'm guessing the Louisville game at 9 o'clock is not going to be interesting, so you can flip over and watch the very beginning of the Kentucky-Arkansas game. Uh, if it's Kentucky basketball, we talk about it here on your home for college hoops, ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Dan gave me a look like he doesn't agree with that. No, 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 no. I, I was thinking about another stupid thing that Blank said. Oh. And... and <laughs> And, and and we could we could make the whole show about this. We I mean we could talk two hours about stupid stuff that he says. But he was whining today that the, the good the good games were on lesser stations, and that Kentucky and Arkansas was on ESPN, and some other game was on ESPNU. Uh, let me explain something to Mister Blankenbaker. The games that people want to watch. Are on the bigger studio, are on the bigger stations. So if they thought that there would be more people watching the game that was on ESPNU, they would have put that one on ESPN. So again, blank, again. 
He's Dan S. Longloader. <laughs> I've done that in a while. We're taking you up until noon. Uh, Bobby V calling in from Pittsburgh today. You'll get him uh, for three hours. And then first replay, of course, Sweezy and Street will take you. Until 6 o'clock, of course, uh, tons of local programming here. On the other end, I'll do a Raising Cane's read, but before that. Oh, oh. You get to be in the studio for one. Tuesday is so much fun. <laughs> Tuesdays are great. It's my favorite day of the week. Of course it is for you. Yeah. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the bluegrass state. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground, this is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. <laughs> plan, plan your summer vacation today at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. Grooving on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome back in. You're home for all things. No lyricals. No lyricals. Non-lyrical. Nope. This, Non-lyrical. This is Issel and Louis. We're taking you up until 3 here on ESPN 680-1057. Hey, the app, your smart speaker, in your car, however you're hanging out with us, man. We really appreciate it. Or sir. Or madam. Or doctor, whatever Be it is. Careful. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Be <laughs> careful. That list is getting longer and longer as we go. <laughs> yes. Um, it, is tu- it is a Tuesday. So, of course, it is a Raising Cane's Tuesday, Dan. Oh. And you have to ask yourself, what makes Raising Cane's so craveable? Maybe it's the marinated hand-battered chicken fingers that are always prepared fresh and cooked to order. Or maybe it's the addictive tangy cane sauce, voted the number one most craveable sauce in the U.S. two years in a row and counting. No matter why you crave canes, it's always freshly made and constantly craved. Raising canes, chicken fingers one love. Remember, they're good people, so their folks don't have to work during the big game on Sunday. That's right. Get your orders in early. They close a half hour before kickoff because they're good people. Get your stuff in early. RaisingCanes.com if you want to have those chicken fingers. Frankly, for a Super Bowl party, that's a terrific option. Yeah. I mean, those are easy. Everybody likes them. Literally, everybody likes raising canes. Uh, yeah. Especially after that read. There you go. I mean, I'm not going to wait till Sunday to get them. So, by the way, yes. Text into the text line four three seven nine six eighty UPS Jobs text line. This is a person who has been listening to me for a very long time because they were they, a nickname I had when I was filling in for Bob in April just popped up on the text line. Really? So almost a year ago. Okay. Okay. Which is unbelievable to think about. It terrifies me. Is old soul Rabo? I had many get-off-my-lawn moments on the V-Show. Nervous about the academic team competition tonight. Oh. Now, Dan, describe to the people. You don't have to mention the school name, but describe to the people what I'm wearing right now. You are wearing a T-shirt that uh, has the academic team logo on it. You're damn right. Yeah. You know what I'm not nervous about? That. I I got seven girls tonight, four on one team, three on another. Bam. Dominating. Tonight, dominating. Yeah. First, second, third place, first place in the other competition, dominating. Ready to go. Three writers for composition, four girls in problem solving, coming for whoever shows up. Just don't even show up. Don't waste your time. See, it's fun to have that time. When you know you're the best. (laughs) When you know you're the best. The cool thing is. You can come with with your sea level and still still win. I don't know that we can come sea level. That's that's what's fun. B minus will be all right. That's what's fun. You know, it's it's a weird competition, Dan, because we start practicing in, in October. 
and it takes until now for us to get to our first match at all. So the, I mean, these kids have been. I got twenty six of them. They've been busting since October. And how old are they? Um, nine, ten, and eleven. <laughs> how about that? And so, uh, and on day one of practice, I think I told the story on air. I, I have them all gather around, and they stand in front of me, and I said, "Hey, at this school, the academic team is the best tradition we have. It's the most, at least the most accomplished. Right. The eighth grade team last year won the national title. Okay." Well, to be honest, you're a bunch of rich white kids. So, I mean, the academic and, team, and, and, it makes and, sense that that's the only thing you kids can be of other, competitive. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> same texture. If it doesn't go, if it doesn't go well, uh, go full Kenny Payne and just blame the kids. That's a good, that's a good, I'll, I'll go Louis Patino on that one. You know, just, uh, I mean, I, I put all the stuff in place and no one followed it. No, no. Um, but <laughs> not my fault. First day of practice. I said, you're good. Your best isn't good enough. You need to win. Ooh. And I ran into a parent like two weeks later, Ooh. and he's like, "Hey, did you tell the kids um, at the first practice that their their best wasn't good enough? They need to win." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." First practice, he goes, "I appreciate that." <laughs> really? I was like, "Good, all right, good." See, it, because if I was if I was a parent, yeah. of a nine year old, yeah. and you put that kind of pressure on them, yeah. I'd say my question would be, "Are you going to help out with the therapy treatments?" <laughs> Do you know what happens actually? So we go October, we go through December. Kids get the Christmas break. They come back, and I stand them all up, and we do it again. And I said, hey, first practice of the year. I said, it's not good enough to give your best. You have to win. And I said, what does it take to win? And they kind of look at me, and one girl in the back is here, and she goes, we just have to do our best. That's it. Boom. That's it. By the way, principal of the school, listening to the show right now, texting in. How about that? Wait a How second. How about that? Wait a second. What How is the that? principal doing listening to a radio show during school hours? It's called paperwork and huh? being a fan, huh? It's called paperwork and being a fan. Don't worry about that. Okay. Don't worry about All that. All right. <laughs> but we're coming. We're coming. There's four other teams. I mean, get out of the way. I, it's can, hardly, hard to, I can hardly I mean, wait until tomorrow morning now I mean, to find out how this I mean, went. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I appreciate that they show up. Where's the it. competition? At Zachary Taylor Elementary School, Westport Road, across from the Kroger, where the White Castle is. Yeah. Very nice yeah. people. Not my school. Very nice people. They're doing a great job hosting. But we're going to smack the bleep out of them. Right. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Get out of the way. you got to have that attitude. That's man. it, man. That's Let's right. go. That's right. But what I want, actually, is for the kids who are on the team. Many of them are not. You know, they're, they're in acting, and then they're in academic team, that kind of stuff. I want them to have that, that team environment, the competition environment. Sure. Right? Because... Maybe they're not going to go play soccer. They're not going to go play basketball, whatever it might be. And uh, my son's on the team, fifth grader. He'll be going on Saturday for his, uh, his portion of it. So Good. There you go. Good. So this is I – I get really pumped up because it's, like, it's like six I months. I can tell. Well, it's like 12 hours a week for me, six months a year. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no, this I is can like, tell. This is the day where it, it, all, it all starts to culminate. And, um, well, I hope they do win, Avery. Yeah. <laughs> this, this man will be suicidal tomorrow. <laughs> Probably. Oh my goodness! Oh, no little, pressure on the kids. It's true all, crime. It's true all, crime Wednesday. It's all yeah, on right? you, pal. <laughs> oh, if they lose, will Louis oh, coming out of the text line? Will Louis only talking about wanting real fans? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to throw the parents under the bus. It's going to be great. Oh man, good stuff. So yeah, now that'll be fun. Um, it is a long project that I spend a ton of time on. Good for you. And. Uh, no, I have great kids that, and I'm sure I'm sure you get paid a lot for it. Too. Yeah, I I did the math once. It's like two dollars and ten cents an hour, something like that. Um, 
That's less than waitresses. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's like that. And there's no tipping. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. No, it's worth it, man. It's great. I um you know what? I the best part is so my son's in 5th grade. I'll get to hang out with him in that club for 5 years. 4th mm. grade through 8th grade. And those other 5th graders that are in that group are like you, you you're going to come coach next year, right? And that's the best feeling. Yeah. That's the best feeling. Absolutely. So, no, it's the best. So, that's fun. Well, it's good great. luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. No, I'm we'll talking about it tomorrow. I told the kids if they win the region, we're bringing every fifth grader on the team in here. They're all sitting chair one, and they get to talk about academic team and just be obnoxious for like 20 minutes. Perfect. And then, and then this is the best part. This is where I'm a, I'm a little different as a coach. I'm going to buy a trophy as tall as the shortest kid. And they get to get a police escort around our little neighborhood, <laughs> Stanley Cup style, and lift a trophy over their head in a parade. But they got to win the region. You've got, you've got it all figured out. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, I know how to motivate. I love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's delightful. So I want to go see that. Of course. Yeah, everybody wants to see that. What are we doing? Um, the parents are like, wait, did you promise our kids they could have a Stanley Cup style parade if they win the regional? Yeah. I did, yeah. Let's go. Get, what are we doing here? Get the convertibles out. What, when else When else do you get to do ridiculous stuff? Except with academic team when you're in fifth grade. Exactly. Go have fun. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, like, these people, yeah. oh, well, um, is that, um, that? No, it's not. It's great. Let's go Let's go be great. Ugh. All right, Dan. <laughs> you, all right, let's talk about L Saturday. Okay, yeah. I, I imagine you didn't get to watch this one just because of your schedule. Uh, I did see the second half really yeah because i was i was so tired i went home and uh, i thought i was going to take a little nap before the uk game but i wound up watching some who else oh purdue purdue and indiana Indiana yeah so i wound up watching instead of taking a nap i wound up watching college basketball okay so yeah okay I'm going to let you go first, and then I'm going to say something different than what you're going to say, because I think you and I are going to approach this differently. I think we can both be right, by the way. Okay. But I think we're going to approach well, it differently. And, and, and if we can't both be right, I'm sure I will be. There so, it is. Okay, there, great. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, you know, I, I, see, I see improvement. I mean, Louis, they shot the ball a lot better than they have been, 47%. They made 10 three-pointers. They only missed one free throw. Um, you know, they out-rebounded Florida State, who was about a foot and a half taller than they were at every position. Like always. Yeah. 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 Leonard Hamilton um, just gets those dudes. But, yeah. uh, but uh, I don't know how good Florida State is. I think they came in here having lost three in a row and had been, had just been thumped by North Carolina State, maybe. Um, so, but at this point, there are no moral victories. I mean, you're 3-20. and 20. So, but they had a okay. chance. They had a chance to win. It wasn't one of those games where you know you turned off with ten minutes to go and knew they didn't. They didn't have a chance. I think a lot of people did that actually. I think at the twelve minute mark, a lot of people turned that game off because they were down seventeen. Yeah, maybe or fifteen, something maybe. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. but um, but I knew we'd be talking about it, so I watched it till the end, and they had a shot to win the game. Good. Um, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So. So I don't, you know, I don't see, I don't know where they win another game. At Georgia Tech. I think maybe, that's their opportunity. Maybe, but Georgia Tech played, played somebody really tough 
I, now I can't. You could just say Louisville just played Florida State really tough. Well, that's true. I mean, too. Yeah. and they played Syracuse really tough, and yeah. they played. You know, I mean, no yeah. one loses by three points or less better than Louisville. I mean, Christ, or gets blown <laughs> out by thirty more than Louisville. You know, you know what I equate this to, Dan? These two games, and and we we talked about them before they happened: Boston College, Notre Dame, uh, uh, Georgia Tech, and and Florida State as four games where hey, go get two of those. You know, go be good in those games, and then they were bad at Boston College. They were bad at Notre Dame. Come home, beat a bad George Tech. That's a bad team. Very bad. That's a bad team. Yeah. Which is fine, but beat bad teams. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. And then Florida State comes to town. You're considerably more competitive against them than you were in Tallahassee, for example. Do you remember what happened in the fall of 2021 with Louisville football? Uh, refresh my memory. They beat a team named Syracuse on November 13th, 41-3. to Then they beat a team named Duke on November 18th, 62-22. to and then they played Kentucky on November 27th. I know what happened in that game. And a lot of people, because of those previous two games, yeah. picked Louisville to win the game against Kentucky. I believe uh, Mr. Blankenbaker did. Kentucky then came to Cardinal Stadium, or um, the, the train station, or the bank, or the Fed. L- or L&M Federal <laughs> Credit Union Field at Stadium. <laughs> Ish. 52-21. to 21. I think that's what we just saw. Something very similar to what we had in the fall of 2021. Where, as Streetle so kindly called it, the bum bump. <laughs> they beat some bums. And then they lost to Kentucky. And by the way, he's never been more right about anything in his entire life. Like, he's going to propose to his wife and she says yes. That's that's getting it right. And then he said, no, you just beat two trash teams. Kentucky's going to come in here and, and steamroll them. Yeah. He was totally right. So those two moments... He was never more right in his life. <clears throat> I, I think that's what just happened with Louisville basketball, especially as you look at the schedule that you mentioned, where they're going to play considerably better teams from here on out, other than that game at, at Georgia Tech. Right. So so you give them no shot tonight? I do not give them a shot tonight. What? Um, I, I didn't even look. What's, uh, what's the predictor, outcome predictor, and the, and the point spread? Do we know what that is? That should be coming out, yeah, by now, actually. Um, let me... Um, let me find that for you. I think I think I heard him talking this morning about fifteen or something like okay. that. Fifteen and a half, maybe. Uh, Louisville is a fifteen and a half point underdog mm-hmm. at Pitt, who is nine and three in the conference. They have a three point two percent chance of winning. Three point two. <laughs> so, Okorafor is going to get a triple double, and you know he, they're building him up. Though <laughs> he played nine minutes, he played nine minutes against Florida State. And only had four fouls. It's happening. They're, they're 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 building him up, uh, as I predicted last week, that they're going to get him to twelve minutes before he fouls out. Yeah, it, that's two two minutes and fifteen seconds per foul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually he's going to stretch that out to two and a half minutes. You think? Oh yeah, I I think I think the upside for that kid to get to two minutes and forty five <laughs> seconds between fouls is is definitely there. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Hey, at least do you know what? I, at least honestly, he's though, playing hard enough to foul somebody. Right. Thank you. I, I was going to say I'm not going to fault the kid for fouling people because no. he he, he comes from this league where he's playing 35 year old Egyptian dudes. I mean, like, come on, it's not his fault. I mean, <laughs> he gets in the lane and there's a 110 pound kid from freaking Wake Forest or something. You know, I mean, Crips Almighty. Of course, it looks like a foul. I mean, it it feels a little like when refs didn't know what to do with Shaq. 
Yeah. Because he was so physical. Right. And they just didn't call it yeah. because they would have to call everything on him. He'd foul out. Literally, he'd have a foul every two minutes and 15 seconds. And so it's a little I, like I, that, I, except I, I don't, of course, yeah, isn't the size I, of I don't think Emmanuel has yeah, that no, reputation <laughs> yet. So, no. No, no they're, they're going to they're gonna call him on oh, him. Man. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. No, well, I, I don't know. I just, but I want to close by saying. Yes. I would rather they do what they did on Saturday than not. Then get down by 15 to just let it go. Right. The comeback matters. It's just we're so far into the abyss with this team that it just it, it it's hard to feel good about that comeback knowing that five wins is the ceiling, right? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, well, ceiling. Or, That's what I mean, ceiling. Or, like yeah. literally hard, hard stop right. five wins, right? right. And so it there's what 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 bothers me is, and we we predicted we kind of predicted this because of all the minutes that L has to play. I mean, he played thirty eight again against Florida State. Uh, he, you know, and and he played he played well. He had seven assists, and only three turnovers, but he's not shooting the ball like he was at the beginning of the year. And I I think that young man. I mean, you can see it. He they made they made a basket to cut it to three, maybe. And he's pumping his fish. You, you can still see I it know. means it means so much to him. But but Louis, he's got to be just decimated playing all these minutes and and having to bring the ball up the floor every trip. Uh, uh, you know that that worries. He is as self motivated a player as I can remember. He's completely self motivated. Right. Point. I mean, that's the only thing you can do right now. I mean, he's if if I was a general manager of an NBA team and could get him either at the end of the second round or as a free agent. I think that's, he's more of a two-way guy. That, that's, the, that's the kind of kid you want at the end of your bench. Hmm. A kid with that attitude, a kid with that drive, a kid that you know is going to be ready if you have to put him in the game, and more importantly, a kid that you know isn't going to sit down there and complain because he thinks he ought to be playing 25 minutes a game. I, th- I think he'd be perfect for an NBA team in that in that position. So I feel like i got to take you to task a little bit right now. Okay. Because when I talk about Oscar and Kaysen getting some, 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 some wind, you tell me there's a bunch of timeouts and they're young and they don't need it. Why is it different for L. Ellis? Because the pressure is on L. L has to do everything. L has to defend the toughest perimeter player. L has to bring the ball up the floor every time. L has to score 25 points for them to even have a shot to win. The pressure on him being, you either have to do this, young man, or we've got no chance. I mean, that nobody on Kentucky has that pressure. I mean, Kaysen is player of the game, and Oscar gets four points. So, you know, there nobody on Kentucky's team has the pressure to perform like this young man does. Yeah, right. And they win at Ole Miss, and it's Antonio Reeves that carries the day. Yeah. And so they have multiple guys yeah. that can do it. I mean, and I think that's a reasonable argument. Reeves scores 27. Yeah. Was that Michigan State or uh, Mississippi State? At Ole Miss. Ole Miss. 27. Comes back Saturday night and has four. Right. And they still win the game. Right. So, I mean, you you want to tell me that even if they're playing Georgia Tech, if L. Ellis scores four points, they're going to win the game? No way. <laughs> no way. Do you like what you're seeing from Jalen Withers? He's gotten better. Uh, he Here's the thing I don't like about him. Okay. He can't guard anybody. No, he can't. That's right. That's the problem. 
And so, you know, if, if you can't I, I, that's, guard... That's team-wide, though, man. I, they're a bad defensive team. If, if you can't guard anybody, yeah. you have to score 20 points right, a no, game right, right. To, to justify that's what you being had to on the right, floor. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> when, when, when at Marsh's at, at Marsh's uh, and Mike's reception on Friday night, yeah. when Cal came in with the whole team, I'm standing back in the back, and the whole team gets around Marsha and they're taking pictures and something. And Cal says, "Dan, come on up, come on up here, Dan," which was very nice. And he says, uh, "What was it, Dan? 32-32 a game?" I said, four. He loves that I keep correcting him how many I average my se- my senior year. So yeah, I had to score thirty points to you know to justify. You can't score ten points a game right. and not be able to guard anybody. And and so that's the. But he's playing better. He's shooting the ball well. Way better, yeah. Really shooting yeah. the ball well. But you know, if you score ten and the guy you're guarding scores twenty. Uh, that, as the old man said, that don't pencil, son. You know, and, and if and if and, and this is this and Louie, we're taking you up until noon here on ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. If if it is true that that Payne's cut from the Cal coaching tree, the the biggest issue of on court stuff for me then is that what which end of the court are Cal's best teams the best at? Yeah, it's that, defense, yeah, no question. Sure, and it bother it should bother fans that they're not doing that here well and and you can look around and we talk about uh brooks we talk about hopkins now we can add dante allen do you know dante <laughs> allen the last two games at western scored yeah. over 20 points sure. both games sure. we can add that to the list of people that have moved on and are scoring but what do all three of those guys have Don't in play common defense. exactly Don't play defense. exactly that's right. Nope, that's right yep so I just it, that part would be the most frustrating is that even the even the basic fundamentals of defense. I mean the guys aren't in proper defensive position. Um, they, they don't seem to know how to switch when they're playing. I mean it's a very. I would love to know what the scheme is and what the idea is because I'm I'm not at all sure that I can figure out what it is. So that, that part is troubling. Again, all of the best Cal teams are are based on good defense turning into so either a fast break with previous teams, not with this one, but moving into that half court offense that. You know, a guy like Toppin is good in that. A guy like Casey Wallace is good in, etc. Yeah, no, there's no question. I brought it up with with Cam yesterday, and how'd Cam do yesterday? Uh, we'll go to Avery on that one. Do I, I have to worry about my job? I mean, he was pretty good yesterday. Was he? He was. Well, I think Avery likes Cam a little. Really? Well, excuse yeah. you. Little, uh, little. I don't know. I saw a couple what? looks. I saw a couple looks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say he wasn't bad looking, but no. He's got great hair, doesn't he? He does have really. Yeah, good he's hair. got great. Hair. Were, were you? No, I think Mike was still here when we tried to get Jack Grossman a date. We'd have a lot easier time getting Avery a date than we would than we would Grossman. We had a hundred dollar gift certificate to Lemieux. Okay, and so. still couldn't get Grossman a date. Okay, hang on. You just used that Lemieux gift card, right? No, it's still available. Shut up. Yeah, we never got it. Kevin told me we. we had, oh, it was like it was in the desk for whenever he showed yeah, up, kind of thing. Yeah, got, okay, yeah. Okay. We we talked to Kevin. I don't know why we had Kevin on the radio, but anyway, we had Kevin <laughs> because on the it was radio. the gimmick with Green. And, and no, that's you're exactly right. Yeah, it was we, a gimmick because we we wanted to see yeah. if we could get a gift certificate to one of you his. You made his life here very uncomfortable for three months, <laughs> and you don't care because you're Dan Essel. Yeah, it's great. That's great. Yeah, and that was that was when he weighed 350 <laughs> right. pounds. I mean, 
you know, you, you now oh, you, great. You, we might have an easier time now. I don't know. <laughs> we had a free gift card and still couldn't get jacket. That's one of my favorite moves, by the way. Is if someone helps me with something or whatever, mm. I'll buy them a gift card to somewhere, but it's at the restaurant waiting for them. Ooh, it's one of my favorite moves. Mm. I don't know if other people do that, but I, it's one of my favorite go tos. Hey, thanks for thanks for looking over that contract for me. I bought your wife and you dinner at this place. Right, one of my favorite things to do. You know what I did uh, Thursday at uh, at at the uh, bistro? Oh yeah, you you gave you gave me a gift a gift card. A couple of them. Well, you didn't. You you took credit for it. You didn't give it. The, the, the guys. I can't imagine the being guys. Getting this. I cannot imagine the guys that own the place. I can't imagine. So so um so we had lunch yeah. and you know lunch for four is an, so there was like I don't know thirty it was a hundred dollar gift card yep and there was like thirty eight dollars left on the card sure. so the the server comes back to the table and says um, there's thirty eight dollars left on this card. And I said, uh, can I tip with his card? And she, she, said, yes. she said, sure. So I handed her the card. Perfect. Gave her, <laughs> gave her a $38 tip for a $62. <laughs> How did y'all get out of there for 62 bucks? That's great. Because Sherry and I only had salads. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. And, you know, they're... Dan. Huh. Dan. Yeah. I at least went soup and salad. No, I just want salad. <laughs> when I'm, when it's I, a good salad. Did you get the wedge? Uh, yeah, that's a killer no, no, salad. It's great. That's a killer. Uh, salad. But you know, when I eat with Prime, now that we're on <laughs> diets, I have to. Right, you have yeah. the donuts here. Yeah. If Sherry, have the chicken cane. If Sherry wasn't there, I, you know, I would have had the. I would have had the tortellini with cream sauce. So we're back to pre. I heard, I only knew about these meetings because I listened to the station, but the talent meetings are starting again. The on air guys are getting together. Once a month on Tuesdays or whatever the, the frequency is. So and you, you and I will be the only two there? Because you said talent. <laughs> we'll let that simmer. The, um, so, it's, so I heard about these meetings, but obviously I'd never been in one. Are you going to stick around for it? No. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> First, first of all, why would I want to spend 10 seconds with all these morons? And secondly, I have a life. I mean, I have plans. You can't, I mean, if you want to come and say, hey, Dan, a week from today, we're going to have a talent meeting. But you can't come to a man who has other things going on in his life and say, uh, we're, by the way, we're having a meeting in 18 hours. You, you have to be there. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. I got other things to do. First hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. Anytime you are planning a trip around the bluegrass. I've got better things to do. Make sure you check out KentuckyTourism.com. Maybe during some of the colder weather you want to be checking out museums or concerts. All of that available at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, it's not quite time for True Crime Tuesday. Mm-mm. But $16 billion being bet on the Super Bowl. We talk about it next here on ESPN 680-1057. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. 
Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.